It is the technology show where we translate geek into regular speak. I'm Brett Levy. Happy to be with you again this week. I think that's two weeks in a row. I'm getting better at this. So um, I mentioned last week that I was trying to see if I could line up something to review. I've been playing with it. I wasn't sure if I'd be ready on time. I'm very pleased to say that I am. So I'm just going to switch straight into uh, my presentation mode and let's kick off with uh, things with a Z. So this is, or these are, the Jabra Evolve 2 Buds. I'm just check. There it is there. Jabra Evolve 2 Buds, with all the different product names that I work with. Um, yeah. So if you've been watching or listening to the show for a while, you'll know that I've always been a Jabra fan. In fact, I've never bought or owned AirPods, um, and I've always, as well, I've always had Jabra, so I've never really had the need to change to AirPods. And this is coming from someone that has everything Apple. So when the team at Jabra reached out after, well, re-reviewing the 85Hs, I did a few weeks ago when I did my whole travel series, which were the over the years, um, they asked if I've ever considered in-ear for work. And so I was a bit intrigued. I said, yeah, sure, intrigued. Send them over. Let's have a play. So intrigued has now changed to impressed. I'm actually super impressed. So what makes these different from the other in-ears I have? Well, I've got, well, I've been spoilt over the years. I had the 65s, the 75s, the 85s. Um, my last or current in-ears that I have are the Active 7s. Well, Jabra, I have a lot of your products. Um, but these were designed, so I've had a lot, and I've played with a lot of the in-ears, and I'm really across the brand. But what I was trying to get to is that these were actually designed for work and working from home or remote working. So if you're working, you know, traveling around and that, which I've also just come back from. Now, the box or the container is a little bit bigger um, than my my Active 7s, which are the, the current ones that I've been using. Um, but the buds to me actually seemed a little bit smaller. I don't know if it's just marginal or maybe it feels that way. But they're definitely not bigger. So, you know, a lot of the things with working products or made for office, you know, generally they're over the years, they're bigger, they connect, whatever. But when it comes to the buds, Jabra has made them exactly the same size or maybe even slightly smaller. I'm not 100% sure. But to me, they actually felt um, a little bit smaller. Anyway, the box itself is a bit bigger. And the reason for that is quite simple. Inside the box is a little USB-A or USB-C dongle that connects to your computer and actually therefore offers super fast, super clear, more importantly, stable connection to your machine. Now, if you're watching the show, you'll be able to see that there's a picture of the box up there. And in between where the two earbuds are, there's the little dongle. So it's just, you know, if you imagine a little dongle, in fact, anyone that's worked with a wireless mouse that doesn't use Bluetooth, um, Logitech are quite famous in this, I think Dell as well. They have a little adapter that you put into your machine, and that's the connection between your mouse and your computer. So it's the same type of thing, same size. But this basically means that you're not relying on Bluetooth, and that so your calls are clearer. Um, I don't know if you've ever moved onto a Bluetooth call, like if you've been on your phone. In fact, when people phone me, if I don't have a headset in, which is rare, but if I don't have a headset in, when I quickly put one in and then switch on and, and connect, you can clearly hear, it's like when you get into a car and the car connects to Bluetooth, the quality of the call drops. Well, from everyone that I've spoken to on my Evolve 2 Buds, they haven't picked that up. Um, so clearly the dongle makes a huge difference when it comes to the connectivity. So when you're also not relying on Bluetooth, it allows you to move further away 
from your machine. Now, Jabra claims that this is up to 20 meters away. I didn't actually take a measure stick and move, but where I'm sitting at the moment is upstairs in my in my house. Um, I walked downstairs and walked all the way through the living area and out onto the balcony. In a straight line, that's probably about 12, maybe 15 meters. But more importantly, there's a lot of steel, walls, et cetera, that, that the connection is going through. And I and I was I, did, I actually wasn't on the call. I mean, yeah, I need to try that. I was listening to music. It did not drop out. It didn't cut. It didn't do anything. So clearly, having the dongle and having a direct connection to your um, to your machine makes a lot of sense if you're using headsets for work. Um, I suppose if you're listening to music as well, it's great. Um, and you can go make a cup of coffee. I suppose if you're listening to work. In fact, that's actually how I went downstairs. Um, my hands were free. I didn't have to like hold anything to listen to music. I didn't take my phone with me. I just had the buds in and off I went. Now, the Jabra Evolve 2 buds um, work so well that they're actually Microsoft Teams certified. If you look at the picture on the screen, if you're watching, in the bottom left corner, you can actually see the Teams logos there. In fact, I can probably, yeah, it's quite small. Um, it's over there, but it is small, which is nice. It's classy. I mean, it's not a Microsoft product. It's a Jabra product, but it is there. It's certified. It's certified for Zoom and other UC platforms as well. Batteries noted at five hours talk time, 33 hours charge with the case. Now, I never ever try to run my, my devices to empty. I'm not a fan of it anyway, but I was listening to Deep House while working for about three hours, getting phone calls in between, and I didn't worry about the charge, and the charge didn't go. Um, and I was using active noise cancelling as well. We'll talk about that now. But active noise cancelling does reduce battery life. They can be charged wirelessly too. Um, it actually looks like there's a, a separate wireless charging accessory that wasn't sent to me. Uh, but I've charged it wirelessly on one of my generic chargers. Uh, and it has a USB-C port if you want to charge it using wireless as well. Now, Talking about getting calls, the Evolve 2 Buds connect to two devices at the same time. And this is something that I've always wanted from headsets. And not many headsets have done them properly um, and or done them in the past. We've started to see a change now. We're getting the multi-connection. Uh, one of the other brands I reviewed recently, they do that. But what I've done is I've actually configured the Bluetooth on my phone and I use the dongle on my Mac. So when a call comes through, the music pauses, I answer on the phone. When the call's over, I just go back to the tunes without actually having to click or reconnect anything. So that alone is a great innovation. And, and as I said, not many headsets do that well. Um, the ANC is super. So the active noise cancelling um, is something that's critical when you're working from home or you're working in a busy office, right? We've all been there. We've seen there you can actually hear what's going on around you instead of what you're wanting to listen to. Now, if you can hear the noise, then people on the call can hear the noise as well. So this also goes back to where they are um, certified with Teams and, and other platforms as well, is that the microphones focus on your voice and what you're doing and actually cut out the other noises. Now, with the right gel tips on, so in the box you get little gel tips um, that you can change from small, medium, and large. Um, if you put the right chips on, and you can choose a different size, I actually have different size ears. Um, clearly, the inside of my ears are different because I've got, I think it's medium on the left and small on the right, or the other way around. Actually, no, it is. It's small on the right and medium on the left. Um, now, so clearly, inside of my ears are different shapes, and I actually Googled it because I thought it was a bit of, bit, bit of a freak. Apparently, we all have this issue. Um, but once you put the right tips on, then all the distracting noise are blocked out. Now, 
For this reason, Jabra also has a thing called MyFit, which is software that allows you to test and actually ensure that the individual earbud has the best possible seal when it's inside your ear, and therefore the active noise cancelling is at the best it could be. But there's also software built in called Safe Tone and Peak Stop, and this ensures that um, your enhanced hearing protection. So you don't damage your eardrums. This has always been a problem of mine as well when I do like to listen to my music loud. And although I generally work with an over-the-ear headset, I've always been a bit concerned about having the earbuds in my ears because you're putting the sound like bang straight in and you've created a vacuum and all these good things. So Safe Tone and Peak Stop are actually designed to protect it. Now, I wasn't obviously listening that loud, and I don't know what actually happens when they kick in. I don't know if it just decreases the volume. Um, I'm assuming that's what it does. I suppose I could Google it and find out, but there's maybe something you can do in Google and find out uh, if once you're doing your research and you're interested to find out a little bit more. But basically, um, you know, if, if Jabra, if you didn't know, this actually comes from the hearing industry. So they've designed hearing, aid, uh, hearing aids. Um, they're all about helping us hear better, uh, protecting our ears and so on and so forth. So Quite an interesting innovation. As I said, I didn't notice sound going down, but I'm assuming that's what it's going to do. Now, it still has the hear-through feature. I have spoken about this before. Um, basically, what this is, is you don't have to take out a bud. So when you're using noise-canceling headsets, you actually don't have to take them off. Not on the 85s, by the way. I've got hear-through there as well. But generally, you have to take it out. You pull out your earbud and speak to the person. You just double-click on the right earbud, and it goes into what's hear-through. So it sounds like almost like a vacuum, but the microphones have actually turned around. It's now hearing what's going on outside. Now, that's also cool if you want to just – I can't believe I'm admitting this on live radio. I actually did that to spy. I was sitting in a, in a shared workspace, and there were guys that were talking – and it was really interesting what they were talking about, but I didn't want to look like that creepy guy that was listening. So I actually put my earbuds in, but I selected hear through. So I was actually listening, I wasn't listening to any music. I was listening to every single thing that these people were saying. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a spy tip, I suppose. Now, I mentioned music and calls, right? So no one wants to carry devices around that only do one thing. Um, the sound for the music does not disappoint. In fact, I did a side-by-side. -side. This is a bit weird because it took me a little bit of time to get this right. I chose a song, not the song I'm going to use for my review. I chose a song, and I played it on my Mac, and I played it on um, I played it on my Mac, and I put the, the Evolve 2 bud in on my left ear. And then I played the exact same song on my phone, and I put my Active 7 in my right ear. And I had to like get them to the same time and push start so it didn't have a double echo. But I just wanted to see that using the app, the Sound Plus app, where you can change the equalizer and you can make the bass and you can change it to music and so on and so on. I wanted to see if the Evolve 2s were only like a mullet, like business in the front and no party in the back or party in the back, actually. But I wanted to make sure that it actually did play music as well as the buds that are designed just for general use, you know, making phone calls, going to the gym, listening to music. They do not disappoint. The sound was fantastic. In fact, they sounded the same to me. Now, maybe my left ear, my right ear on 100% configured. I don't know how else to test that. Uh, but, you know, then I put them both in and listen to the same song. And I put them both in quickly on my iPhone and listen to the same song because the songs were just playing. I didn't notice the difference. I thought the sound was fantastic on them. So they're business headsets. They're work headsets, they're social headsets or buds, 
Um, and they're really, really good. And if you're watching the show, you'll see I've got a picture of, of a screenshot of the app, the SoundPlus app. Um, you can configure the music equalizer just by dra draining your finger. In this instance, I push bass boost and you'll see the bass went right up. Everything else flatlined. So a really great app. Um, and it does that incidentally, by the way, from the phone, but it still configures the headset. So even if you're using it on the Mac, it changes the setting on the Mac, which was pretty cool because generally you would need to be connected to the device that you're actually using the Equalizer app on. So that wasn't the case. So um, I mentioned the song that I was reviewing or not reviewing. If you've ever watched my show, you know that I have my own scale. I call it the Kristen Hirsch, Your Ghost scale. Um, and basically, uh, this is a song that has incredible bass, but this bass like reverbs, it just like goes straight through you. I feel like I have to explain this every time because I know I have new listeners. Go listen to the song. You, you will not appreciate the bass that I'm talking about unless you play it on an incredible sound system or sound system that has a really good subwoofer or headsets that are designed for bass. So bearing that in mind, I use the Kristen Hirsch Yorgo scale, and I have to give these an honest seven and a half. Now, for an in-ear, that is a great result. You will always get better bass results from over-the-ear headsets. The fact that they have more place for the speakers, they can put more into them. You're going to get more sounds out of them. So seven and a half is nothing to, 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 to turn your eyes up or turn your nose up at. So well done to Jabra. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. It's the tried and, and, and trusted quality of Jabra. Um, it's work. It's professional bundle. It's good for music. It's good for content consumption. Um, and it makes sense that if you're running around, and you know now that we're all starting to run around again, you can carry one device with you. So you can still get the experience that you want. You can consume the content you want. You can be on phone calls that you want. What I haven't done, and this is something I'm actually going to challenge challenge myself to do and maybe get a chance to review back on it is the outside noise sound so i'm actually gonna have to phone one of my one of my mates Alon, i normally phone you for the virgin call so we're going to do that i'm going to phone you from an outdoor windy when i'm walking around outdoors and it's windy i'm going to phone you and ask you if you can hear the wind noise so um that wraps up things with a z um the jabra evolve to buds um, I did go to their website, and I think the website's scrolling across the screen, jabra.com.au. There is currently a promotion for Christmas. I think it was like 30% off. I don't know which headset. I just saw a little sign pop up that said 30% off. So if you are looking for a headset or you're looking to reconfigure the way you work next year, if you want to look at something more work-specific because of the, the dongle. Um, and I think let me just put that out there. You won't be disappointed with the 85Ts the Active 7s or even Pro 7s, if you're not looking to use them for work and you don't want that dedicated connector, you will be spending more money on these, but that is what you're paying for. You're paying for an experience that really works well on video calls, Zoom, Teams, etc. So uh, that brings us to the end of that. Um, on to tech news. So what have we got in tech news? Um, ah, Okay. So Google won and the Australian uh, Competition and Consumer Commission, nil. So I do like the work that the ACC does. And they have our backs, and sometimes the nanny state just goes too far. So the ACC lost their case against Google. Um, they took them to the federal court about misleading us, about changing privacy policies. Um, so this is just my chance to wax lyrical. I've said this before. I'll say it again. 
um, when you get something for free, you are the product. So if you don't want your data online or if you're worried about privacy or if you're worried that people are changing privacy policies or not having decent privacy policies, i.e. sharing your stuff and you don't want to be spammed, then pay for your software. Google is free. You search for free. You use Gmail for free up until a point. You use um, Google Office or what do they call it? Yeah, Google Suite for free to a point. The storage of 15 gigs, I think, for free. I think that's going up to 100 gigs for free. So come on, you're getting it for free. You are the product. You've got to pay. Someone's got to pay. So um, the other thing as well, don't do things online that you will regret. Then privacy is not an issue. Now, I'm not saying that I want my data leaked all over the internet, right? I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, take everything I've got and stick it out there. But if you're going to share my name and my some of my, my things that I do or events that I've been at, because most of my profiles are set public and I'm a public person. Um, don't share my phone number necessarily. Uh, don't share my credit card details or my driver's license. That sucks. I mean, now we're talking hacking. Google will never do that. I can't say never, never, but I mean, unless they get hacked. Well, look, let's be honest. If Google gets hacked and Apple gets hacked, we're all in a lot of big brown smelly stuff. Um, but, you know, just don't do stuff that you shouldn't be doing online. It's, it's just that simple. And also, just maybe change your perception of advertising. We don't like getting adverts. I get it. Netflix we're talking about now having a cheaper package with, ad, with adverts in it. Um, I watch Hulu. It's got adverts in it. I actually quite like some of the American adverts for a change anyway. But but the point that I'm making is someone has to pay for it. I'd rather you take my details, rather take my interests, and then serve me adverts that are actually relevant to me and maybe have things that I want to buy. So that's just another change in mind perception. Anyway, so sorry, ACC. Thanks for having my back, but you lose this one. Uh, Microsoft, on the other hand, is fighting with the EU antitrust around its Teams product because Slack has alleged that it's an unfair advantage because it's integrated Teams into its Office product. Now, I need to actually just pause here for a second. Okay, I am far from a Microsoft fan. In fact, I can't even put the word fan and Microsoft in the same sentence, and I've already given them too much airspace on my show talking about Teams and Teams certification on the Jabber Evolve 2 Buds. However, something that is clear and obvious here is that Microsoft owns Office and they produce Office. So therefore, they can actually put whatever the hell they like in it. If you don't like it, use something else. Don't go running and crying along to the, the EU antitrust and going, oh, boo-hoo, it's not fair. We make a product and our product shit or no one's using it or everyone's leaving it and moving it back to something else because uh, it's, they own it and they've put it in their, um, in their suite. Hey, have a cup of concrete, get over it, build a better solution. I use Slack. Slack's not, not a bad product. Um, do I prefer it to Teams? Well, probably only because I prefer anything to Microsoft. But if someone sends me an invite for Office and uh, for Teams because they use Office, I'm going to use Office. Someone sends me an invite on Slack, I'm going to use Slack, Zoom, Google Hangout or Meet, as they call it now, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But don't go running like a little crybaby to a, an official thing and say, you know, um, they're not using our product. And, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Slack is owned by Salesforce, which is not exactly a small company, too. They are, they've acquired other little companies and crushed them or brought them into their mix. Um, they probably crush other companies because of their power. So, you know, let's not live in glass houses and throw stones, Slack. So don't be Slack. Pick up your game and do something better. Right. Where are we going now? 
I think it's back to Google. It is back to Google. So this is actually becoming a bit of a Google show. Um, oh, and um, oh, I lost my absolute train of thought there. <laughs> Getting towards the end here. Well, at least you know the show is live. Right, no edits there. Back to Google. So I read an interesting article about the new pass key rolling out in Chrome. So the main difference between a pass key and a password is that the pass key um, will require secondary uh, authentication. So from your phone, uh, I've actually got pictures up if you're watching as well. You'll see this is kind of what the pass key looks like. So from your phone, um, you need a secondary authentication. And when your data is leaked all over the internet, it's actually useless to a hacker because they don't have your verification device. So given that Australia now has the undesirable status of being near, if not the top of the hacked and leaked companies in the world at the moment, uh, well done, big corporate. You did us proud there. Um, this is probably something you should consider soon. Now, I haven't set mine up, so I can't tell you how it works or doesn't work. Um, it's still rolling out. In fact, it's only coming out on the latest version of Chrome, what they call stable version. Uh, it will be there soon, I'm sure. So just keep checking for updates. Maybe there'll be a ping. I'm actually not sure how we get notified that passkey's there. Um, maybe it's in preferences. I'll find out and let you know when, when I set it up. But I, I'm a big fan of using password authenticators. Um, Google's actually used Authenticator for quite a while, the, the app. So when you sign into Google and then you can authenticate as a two-step authentication. In this day and age, again, we've talked about privacy. We've talked about protecting your information. If you're worried about information, um, use two-step authentication. I've got so many people that I know they go, oh, I'm just too lazy, or it's another click, or I've got to get face ID, whatever. When your credit card or driver's license is floating around the internet, maybe it wasn't such a bad thing to use two-step authentication. So, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely um, something that I'll look at. I use Google Password Manager, so this is where the password key will sit. They have rolled it out to iOS as well, so you'll be able to use it on your iPhone. And basically what will happen is you'll go somewhere where you need to log in. The little QR code is going to log up using the passkey app on your phone. You'll scan the QR, it'll unlock, and you're safe. And as I said, if someone steals your account details, then if you've used passkey to log in, they're not going to be able to do it unless they've stolen your phone. Oh, Mr. Musk. I'm sorry to say, but this boy has lost the plot. Okay. So I actually don't think he knows what to do with Twitter. Besides all the changes for the verification, which was always a status thing, right? So if you don't know what I'm about, the verification is the little blue tick that you got on Twitter. And you could only get the, t the tick or the verification if you had been verified, if you were that celebrity, if you were the publisher that did what they said they did. If you were the influencer that had a million fans following you and blah, 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 uh, that's exactly what made it cool. It was a status thing. It wasn't something you could buy. Um, it was a money can't buy thing, which is what people want. Now, um, it's like sitting in an Oprah Winfrey audience and they're saying, you know, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. So if you pay me eight bucks, you get a verification. Um, and if you pay me $11 because you're on an iPhone, let's just stop there for a second, right? $8 if you're doing it online, but $11 if you're doing it on iPhone. Now, I know why. The math is simple. It's the 30% that Apple charges. But do me a favor. You want me to pay $3 more because I'm doing it on my phone um, because you don't want to cop the money. I mean, you're the richest man in the world. Anyway, he's not got color ticks too, right? You've got, I think it's, 
when you know that you can re-verify it's gold, but then if you're a government organization, it's gray. And if you're a company, it's blue. I don't know. We're going to need a key to tell us. So now you're going to go into verify page and you have to pull out a little app that tells you what color means. And dude, really? And and then if it, if just to top it off, you now want to increase the message size to 4,000 characters. Again, this is the whole reason why Twitter was a success. We wanted short and to the point messages. If I want to read long-winded drivel, there's a network for that. It's called Facebook. Um, you know, the 144 characters originally were maybe a little bit too short, too, too, like too short of a message or micro message, but it's been like five or six or seven years since we've had um, the 280 message count. So, you know, um, dude, seriously, like, I, I just think you would regain my respect if you got up on stage, put your hands up in there and just admitted that you made a really big mistake. You don't actually have a cooking clue what to do with Twitter and beg the old board to come back and take it over again. You can still own it. You can still keep it private. But just please don't break it more than it's already broken. Like you're really, really looking at cocking up Twitter. And I said, I, I like Twitter. Well, maybe like Twitter. And we're seeing it. People are leaving the platform. So come on, Elon. Go back to Mars. Leave it to the people that know what they're doing in this instance. You know, this is just one of the things that you've screwed up. Sorry to say. Right, so that takes us to the end of uh, tech news. Um, so are you game? So in are you game this week, um, it was the game awards. So I wasn't actually playing. I was actually watching the awards and just seeing what was going on. And Elden Ring was the game that actually won game with you. So well done to the, page, the publishers from software. That, that is what they call it, from software. Um, I actually remember reviewing this game early on in the year and being blown away by the graphics and the gameplay. And if you're watching the show, you can see there's just 10 out of 10s all over the place. It was a no-brainer that this game was going to win. I do have to say, however, though, that the um, the whole thing was that, that made the Game Awards really interesting was the reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. So a kid, um, his handle's Neon Sniper Panda. His name is Matan Evan. Casually walked onto stage just after the acceptance speech from uh, Hadadaka. I don't even know if I pronounced it right. Hadataka Miyazaki. Miyazaki? Miyazaki, yes, Miyazaki. Uh, full game of the year. And splurted that was now meme all over the internet. He was quickly collected up, removed, arrested. Uh, but what's interesting now is that um, we've just got memes and things all over. In fact, here's a couple of them. We've got the uh, Reformed Orthodox. I mean, just if you know what the difference between Reform and Orthodox, right? Uh, Rabbi Bill Clinton. So we've got Elden Ring Bill Clinton and the Rabbi Bill Clinton. So, uh, yeah, um, happy Hanukkah to Bill Clinton. It's great that you're now the Reformed Orthodox Rabbi. I'm just hoping that cigars are kosher. Anyway, um, where are we now? Ah, one last thing I have to say on um, Are You Game? Big shout out to Netflix and Playside Games. Um, they've Playside Games have developed some really cool games over the years. They've now um, secured a, a deal with Netflix to to develop Dumb Ways to Survive. Now there was a TV show on Netflix, uh, Netflix called Dumb Ways to Die, and then a whole spinoff of games came from that as well. These little characters, if you look in the screen over there, um, now they're doing Dumb Ways to Survive. So I'm assuming we're going to see another show from Netflix. Or maybe it's just a game about surviving another another version. I think there were like two or three versions of Dumb Ways to Die. Either way, I'm pretty stoked. 
local company. Um, well done. Uh, looking forward to playing this when it comes out. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it for Are You Game. So question and answers. This is a fantastic question. Are you taking a break from the show? Yes. <laughs> so this is actually going to be my last um, show for the year. Um, I'm going to wish you all an amazing festival. Um, you know, uh, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for the indulgences. If I didn't have an audience, it would be very lonely for me to sit here and, uh, well, be talking to myself. Thank you to the SME TV and podcasts, uh, Angela and Tess, without you, couldn't get the shows up. Um, thank you to the SME Association for keeping all the shows up and, and everything else behind the scenes. And just thank you to all the brands out there for sending me some amazing toys to play with this year. I'm looking forward to playing with the toys again next year. I'm looking forward to coming back. I'm not sure when I'm going to start up again. Um, as you know, I started a new role uh, a few months ago, which you can imagine at the end of the year, starting a new thing and putting an energy like really takes it out of you. Uh, I haven't been writing my blogs. Um, my shows haven't been as frequently as ours. I, I think it's just time where I really need to take a bit of a break. So uh, until then, I'm going to wish you a good festive season, a happy new year. Um, and I could say until next year, keep your screens clean and your knobs shiny. <laughs>